Hello, listeners. This is First in Gold with Freddie and Pete, a football podcast with everything 49ers first. I mean, now that I'm back here and uh, settled back into to the spot, I wanted to uh, talk about kind of the recap of the day um, over the weekend, obviously with all the picks and then, um, you know, dive into a little bit of the schedule release next week since that's going to be, um, you know, a big a big deal, right, in terms of who we play, when we play them, how many Monday night games do we have, primetime games, things like that. Um, but I think I'll start off with, like, you know, now that now that you've had some time to digest and kind of reflect, um, you know, wh- what what do you see in terms of having gave up the three ones and the third to jump up to, you know, to the number three spot? If you could do it all over again, would you do it? And if you if you could, would you would you still take Trey Lance? Uh, I, I think I would. It, it all depends on on how he turns out. Right. If he's right. It takes three years, and he's not really producing at a at even a moderate level. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of a waste. Um, mm-hmm. But it sh- if he if he comes out next year, and he can do everything Jimmy G can, plus you know run the ball, extend plays, then then yeah, I think you're good because uh, you had alluded to earlier this weekend when we were out there for the draft that in ten years Trey Lance is still going to be only thirty years old. Right. Still, and, and with the longevity of quarterbacks, maybe he evolves from just, you know, getting away from running the ball as much and becomes a little bit more of a pocket passer, but keeping mm-hmm. that mobility in his back pocket if needed. And then just like we said, the, the longevity of quarterbacks nowadays, you, you can see him into late 30s and still right. being productive. So it all depends. I, I mean, I like the pick right now. I think that Shanahan is going to go the right route, not force him into anything too soon. Right. Uh, keeping Jimmy G there. And 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 it sounds like Jimmy is, uh, is um, kind of excited to get in a room with Trey Lance uh-huh. and show him some things and not in any kind of <clears throat> dirty way, but, you know, like right. uh, bring him along. So, yeah, I, I think it's uh, – I think it was a good pick. I think they did what they needed to do and uh-huh. – and maybe you didn't need to get up all that to get Trey Lance. You, uh-huh. you know, you could have maybe went to like eight or seven uh-huh. and, and still possibly got him. But this way, uh-huh. going up three, they solidified the pick and made sure yeah. they got the guy that they really wanted to get. So I'm happy 100%. for that. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to disagree in the sense that I, I think you had to make the move to go up to three to get your guy. And and if it was Lance, um, you know, in hindsight, I, I, I think you're you're right in the sense that, you know, uh, you look at two things, right? It, it's potential versus results and the potential is there. So most upside, you know, the, the dual threat, everything that we were talking about that Shanahan wanted to, you know, to get and to basically, you know, expand from his offense of what he has now or what he's had in the past. And, and I think that's for me is, is the most exciting part is that now we have that weapon X, which is what I call him, uh, to kind of instill into the offense when he's ready. Now, when is he going to be ready? You know, I think comparison is the thief of joy, right? I mean, if we start comparing like, oh, he's not going to play week one, but Justin Fields is going to play or, you know, Herbert played in week two last year. Joe Burrow was ready to go week one. And we start comparing his careers to how they've started, then then we're going to really be taken away from the fact that, you know, he's probably going to take a little bit of time to develop, but when he's ready to rock and roll, man, um, you know, he is the guy that you trade all that capital and and jump up to get because you saw something in him months ago in January 
you've seen the tape. Uh, but it's not just about Trey Lance, the the quarterback and and the athlete. I think what you fall in love with is Trey Lance, the human. And that's what you're drafting is you're drafting what's between the ears, um, his intellect, his football IQ, his aptitude. That's the stuff that I think is more important right now as we start to project what he's going to be. Right. Is is he Mm -hmm. Lamar Jackson? Is he Josh Allen? Is he Colin Kaepernick? Like, is he a blend of all three of those guys? I mean, that's that's what we're everyone wants to know. But until we actually see him on the field, um, the one thing that I will tell you that is, is impressive and that I've loved just uh, thus far about the, the trading up to get him is that the, the mental side of him is the kind of guy that uh, I am very comfortable giving up all that, all that for. Richard Sherman said it best a couple of days ago. He said the thing that's the, the, the best thing he's seen about Trey Lance is the subtleties in terms of how he eludes you know, pressure and he knows where, you know, when to look left and right and, and he can feel it from both sides and he just has the subtleties of his movements to be able to, you know, capitalize on the opponent's mistake, be able to improvise. So there's a lot that goes into his preparation um, and his understanding of where the pressure may be coming. So overall, man, I'm excited. I, I think, um, you know, we talked about this over the weekend, especially when, when we first drafted him. Um, you know, he, he's going to be very exciting for, you know, 49er fans and, and it's going to be lo- exciting looking at the season. So when we look at, you know, what's coming down the pipe here, um, I know you love that word, so I'll, I'll use it for you here. <laughs> um, what's coming down the pipe with the schedule Now, looking at the schedule now, uh, where, what do you see as some of the games that, that you think you should, you know, we should be putting on our calendar? Like, you know, if you had to give me three games that, that you're excited about, uh, what are those? Outside of the division, um, I would say, well, it kind of changed a little bit because we do play the Green Bay Packers, and I don't believe that Aaron Rodgers is going to be back because I don't think they're going to want to fire their GM, and I think he's got a cushion, uh, something he's got jeopardy in his back pocket. So if he doesn't get what he wants, why come back? And and after just saying how he kind of gave praise to Jake Kumaro, and then the Packers release him. Right. Uh, So – not as worried about the Packers anymore. Uh, Colts mm-hmm. interesting. It, it, they could be a very interesting team as well this right. year, depending how uh, Carson Wentz does in that system. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's playing back under his old offensive coordinator when he had a pretty uh, productive season. Mm-hmm. So, and their Colts defense is pretty nasty. So that'll be an interesting game to watch out for. Um, Cardinals, oh man, Cardinals inside the division. That's going to be interesting. I think they could be competing for the top spot in the division. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, man, it looks like we got a pretty easy schedule, which I think the Niners were like top 10 easiest schedule in the league. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Texans aren't really going to be a threat. Uh, mm-hmm. Vikings, possibly. Falcons, right. possibly, but not not really. Titans could be another one. They're, you know, they're a top team in the AFC. Yeah. Uh, that should be pretty interesting. Built, um, built similar to San Francisco and that they want to, you know, play smash yeah, mouth, pound some, the ball. Uh, yep, exactly. Defense, solid defense, not give anything up. Um mm-hmm. And, and there's also also the Bears, so we might be seeing Justin Fields, um, right. you know, as a rookie. And how right. you were talking about, um, I don't necessarily think you would want to compare rookie quarterbacks, you know, week one or year one. Because right. that doesn't really matter. I mean, it depends three years down the road, four years down the road. Like, sure. what do they turn into then? Patrick Mahomes will start his rookie season, and right. he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Probably going to be one of the best quarterbacks. Of, ever, uh, yeah. Ever. Yeah. He, I mean, he's... Yeah, just everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lions, they're probably going to be one of the worst. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah you know overall, I think it's, it's going to be a pretty easy schedule yeah i mean i don't know if like you know i, I want to look at the calendar and say that there are going to be easy games I'll, I'll say for me it always starts and ends with seattle uh the obvious you know um taking down number three russell is is top priority that's like mission you know zero like that is where it starts for me is like you you gotta just those two games on the calendar you know fucking use a sharpie whatever you need to do um and just you know put some stars next to it because that that's that to me is 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 those you you got to win at least one if if not you want to win both those games uh to really kind of uh you know stamp your will and impose your will onto that team and then even on the division but outside of seattle i'll agree with you chicago i'm excited about um especially if we do get um, if it ends up working where it, it is a Trey Lance versus Justin Fields game, um, you know, that will be on my calendar. And, and my Bears listeners, they know that, uh, you know, that, that's personal for me. So I'm going to want to go in there and uh, and get that W uh, in their house. So nothing better than going into someone's house, you know, uh, using their restroom, not flushing the toilet, eating a bite to eat, not leaving the plate there, you know, with your half eaten food and just walking out. Right. I mean, that's that to me is uh, is, is the best feeling. So I, I want to do that to them. And then um, I, I think to kind of sum it up for the third game, a lot of interesting opponents. You mentioned uh, Indianapolis with DeForest Bunkner coming back into town. I'm sure he's going to be pumped up for that game. You have the other divisional games with the Rams, obviously, and the Cardinals. But Tennessee's intriguing, right, because it's an away game. It's in their house. Um, it, it's against a team that wants to kind of play the same style as us. So, I mean, that to me could be like a 16 to, to 13 game, you know, won by a field goal. Um, you know, and you're and, and you're just scrapping to get a one touchdown out of it. So um, th- that to me will be the probably the games that that I'll have on the calendar for sure. Um, but kind of wrapping up with the draft, uh, reflecting back, we've talked about Trey Lance and 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 what happened there with with our you know third overall pick. Um, if you could do it all over again with just looking at from rounds two to seven, is there a position that we didn't address or that you would have wanted the Niners to focus on that we didn't you know did, we didn't do? Uh, the obvious one would be wide receivers. Um, for sure. For sure. But I think guard was getting Aaron Banks. That was a pretty um, – a really good pick, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. the right guard position was probably the one that could be improved the most over all other starting positions. Right. And and I think they addressed that. And Aaron Banks seems like he's going to be uh, a bulldozer. Yeah, he's a um, mauler. They might – they might ask him to lose a little bit, uh, a little bit of weight, so that he can be more mobile um, and helping in the run run game. But otherwise, yeah. watching some of his tape, he looked pretty good. Looked like he's going to be pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, no pressure again from him, for him from him to start right away because he still mm-hmm. have run skill. But um, I, I kind of would have liked a, a, a center because yeah. usually with the centers they can play also in the interior. Um, mm-hmm. And Alex Mack, we already saw that his his level of play was kind of declining. Yeah, injury prone. Yeah, but otherwise, I mean, I think they did really good. They got a lot of value in, yeah. in a lot of these picks, especially in, in the uh, fifth round. Mm-hmm. Um, the sixth round running back pick, uh, I mean, that wasn't anything huge or, or negative for me, mm-hmm. but he's another fast back that can uh, add another level, uh, just another yeah. rotational piece to, Take it to, the house. to the roster. Yeah. 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 Trey Sermon looks like he's going to be a really uh, Love that solid – yeah, like every he could possibly be an every down back. Oh yeah, um, he plays very physical, so who knows? Um, but that's why one of the reasons why Shanahan likes yeah. to have a pretty big stable in the running back yeah. uh, room. So I, I I never give teams an A plus because I think that uh, you can always be better. You can always do better. You can always tweak a pick here. There is always a guy. Never know, some, never know yeah. what they're going to be. Like they could be the best 
college player like a Jamarcus Russell and then go right. to the, and become nothing. Right, right. So, so I, I do think that if, if I graded it out, I'd say on the low end a B plus, on a very high end an A minus. But where you do have a gap for me is is I, I wanted them to address wide receiver. I, we talked about it in other podcasts. I think that position, whether you didn't get someone in the second or the third, it just, it just kept waiting and they never did anything until you know Austin Watkins Jr. That was an undrafted free agent that we signed after the draft. So. Um, I, I think that, that there was potential there in the second and third, especially when they traded back those five spots, they got that extra fourth. I, I love the Trey Sermon pick. So, so that makes up for some of that letdown on not getting a wide receiver, but part of it maybe is because they believe Jalen Hurd is going to be healthy and, and he can step in and be the, the third wide receiver, you know, on the depth chart, you know, you got Travis Benjamin coming back. You obviously, um, you know, uh, Juwan Jennings could, could be another guy that that's a sleeper uh, from Tennessee that they drafted last year or signed. Um, but yeah, I, I think when I look back at the draft and I look at the weekend, what would have made me really happy, uh, and, and I would have probably bumped up that grade was if they would have got a, a solid, you know, wide receiver that you know could have complemented, if not even beat out Debo or, or Ayuk and gotten more playing time as a starter, but. Um, you know, they, they that, that's why they, they get paid and, and you and I sit here and uh, and we analyze and we give our opinions. But, um, yeah, would have would have loved this, you know, the weapon for uh, for Trey Lance when he steps in. But I'm sure that that's something you can you, you can trade someone um, like they did Emmanuel Sanders two years ago. Yeah. And they got a, a few veterans that can probably step in if need be. I mean, they're going to be relying heavily on Debo and Ayuk and then. Right. Um, we'll see what Watkins can do. You know, they're probably going to bring him along, kind of be like Kendrick Bourne. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was pretty good that they got that two cornerbacks, though. That's definitely needed. Especially oh, yeah. Most of them, like the top ones, Verrett and Juan Williams, are going to be gone. Well, their contract is going to be expired after this year. So right. they definitely needed to possibly address that and add depth at the same time. Mm-hmm. I believe the uh, – Diamador Lenore, I believe he can also play special teams. I think he was yep. a returner. So he Oregon. Yep. Backup for uh, 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 Richie. Yeah. Um, and then Am- Ombre uh, Thomas looks pretty solid. Yep. He could be uh, a depth, a really good <coughs> spot starter um, right. in the short term and then long term. Obviously, who knows? But um, I like those picks. And then that guy uh, out of US safety. Yeah, I love that hard hitting safety. Yeah, dude, he just looks like a baller. He just looks like he, he knows. Uh, in high school, he was playing quarterback, wide receiver, and yep. I think uh, safety, corner. He played all over. He just has, looks like he has really good awareness and, mm-hmm. and some really good ball skills. So it'll be yep. interesting to see how he is used. Probably his special teams, is co- of course, at first. Mm-hmm. But as he uh, uh, gets some experience in the league, it's going to be pretty interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I my dream would be for all these guys to, to become starters or become – uh, you know, uh, important role players on the roster. That's not always how it shakes out, but yeah, no, no question about it. We, we got a lot of guys that, that bring unique skills and are going to add value to the team. So, um, yep. I mean, looking forward to the schedule release next week. Uh, I'm sure we'll, you know, talk about it once we know if we're playing on Thanksgiving or New Year's Eve or Halloween. I mean, that's all going to be fun stuff so, to, to kind of look into. Oh yeah. Beautiful, man. Well, until next time, brother. Talk soon. Thank you for listening to First and Gold.